Welcome to For the Love of Books, a podcast by North Lancashire Libraries. Hi everyone, welcome back to the North Lancashire Libraries podcast for the love of books. My name is Chris Wilson, the e-services librarian, and for today's episode of our podcast, I thought we would focus on playlists for life because yesterday was National Playlist Day. And to do a little focus on playlists for life, I thought I would invite along Pam Ribbick from Playlist for Life themselves and get the insight straight from them about all about it as to where why it started, um, all the kind of science of behind it and and what's the the kind of real reason as to why it's really important get some real life examples of to why it's so important that playlist for life is highlighted to people um and what the real benefits of why it can be used to help people affected by dementia so without further ado i'll cut straight to uh, the little chat i had with pam and get the real important stuff straight from her Thank you, Pam, for coming and joining us uh, today for our podcast and tell us a little bit more about Playlist for Life um, since it is National Playlist Day yesterday. Um, and um, so, Pam, do you want to start us off by telling us a little bit more about Playlist, what Playlist for Life is all about for any of the listeners who might not have came across the initiative before? Like, How would you best describe it to them? Okay, uh, well, first, thanks very much for having me along, Chris. I appreciate it. It's nice to chat. You're very welcome. And to be able to just share a bit of information about the charity. So Playlist for Life is a music and dementia charity, and we raise awareness of the special benefits of personal music um, and the benefits, especially for people who are living with dementia. And when we talk about personal music, it's really um, those songs that are especially meaningful to somebody. So they could be songs that somebody just feels very connected to but also maybe songs that bring back a memory of a a loved one or a special place or a special time in their life or a special moment and uh, the charity was set up 10 years ago um, by writer and broadcaster Sally Magnuson whose Mm -hmm. mum Mamie was living with dementia and Sally and her sisters were caring for Mamie at home and they noticed that the one thing that really kept Mamie connected to herself but also to her family was music and they would they would use music a lot um as part of sort of day-to-day life in in the house and um especially singing they were kind of a singing family so they weren't even (laughs) like playing records or listening to you know cds or anything they were actually most of the time singing um but when Mamie um did uh die uh Sally afterwards thought how profound it was that music was so helpful for the whole family and she sort of looked it up and discovered that you know it wasn't really a thing that was being shared with families and she was really keen to share this information that music can just help to bring a little bit of light into the day and have these little moments of joy and you know sparks of, of happiness and connection so she set up the charity and 10 years later it's it's grown and I think the charity's got a bit more of a, a recognised name now and we work across the UK we're a wee yeah. um, team of like 10 people mostly based in Glasgow and um, we work um, to raise awareness of the benefits of music for dementia 
and also we work with community partners across the UK and we also train health and social care professionals in care settings as well. Yeah, that's such a great um, charity and it's, it's a great initiative as well. And kind of, like you say, that music does kind of spring memories to mind and, and even just like you say, singing and things like that sort of stuff. And it, and it kind of just does kind of brighten everybody's day a little bit and, and it does kind of surprise, it surprises you how much it kind of does kind of bring memories and thoughts back to you every you hear songs and stuff like that, that kind of thing. It's, it's really, really good. Uh, what, what's your kind of role uh, in the Playlist for Life team that you're talking about there in Glasgow? What, what, what do you do? So I am one of the communities officers and I work um, closely with community groups and organisations um, that are already supporting people affected by dementia or their families. And really our, our ultimate aim is to work towards building what we like to call playlisting communities. Um, so we encourage groups and organisations um, to learn about the benefits of personal music and share this knowledge and our free resources with the people um, that they support. And I'm leading on a project actually in North Lanarkshire to build partnerships with local community organisations who are supporting people affected by dementia so that everybody in North Lanarkshire who gets a diagnosis of dementia can find out as yeah. early as possible that using music day to day can actually be really helpful yeah um and we have the help point network which is uk wide and um we're encouraging organizations who offer free support in north lanarkshire to join this help point network and get our free resources and training yeah and and our libraries have been involved in with playlist for life now for about two years now i think it is um almost two years exactly i think from what i kind of looked i, I tried to check back on our social posts to kind of see where we kind of first kind of posted about it and, and about made our, our web page about it and it was roughly about two years exactly um and um, we've got help points in all our kind of main town centers so what what's uh, what do you think is that kind of makes the help points um such an important addition to kind of libraries and other community settings and stuff like that what was the kind of main benefit there well I, th I think the thing to um that really makes community organizations so vital is that there are over 90,000 people living with dementia in Scotland and around 60% of them are living at home and in the community. And libraries are accessible, you know, they're key community hubs where anyone can access free knowledge and advice. And many libraries have a focus on well-being and want to support families affected by dementia because it touches so many lives. Yeah. And libraries have been really enthusiastic about the power of music and they really um, respond really well to the resources that, that we provide and see the potential in them. So they've, they've been sharing, I think we've got over a thousand libraries across the UK wow. and in, in Scotland we've got um, help point libraries in 27 of the 32 local authorities and North Lanarkshire libraries have been so supportive um you know with your lovely displays in the town centre libraries and you know you've run events and drop-ins and um Alison and um Lynn, Lynn thank you have <laughs> been just really you know so enthusiastic and so supportive and, and very helpful to to work with um so yes, it's just a really lovely partnership and we want to continue that. And the libraries, I think, are a key part in like building that community network of, of help points and people thinking about and using personal playlists. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, the libraries. Um, the, the, obviously, there's one usually kind of quite close by, you know, no matter where you are. And so, so there's always a kind of a local place to go and find out about it if they are involved with the chat uh, with the charity. And in our spaces, obviously, we've got kind of showcases all the, the leaflets and things like that about it. it Provide an area in our libraries where, if we are holding an event, we can kind of focus uh, um, the kind of staff there and kind of and allow them to kind of chat to people about it and things like that and free up um, a, spe a specific space to kind of let people learn a little bit more about Playlist for Life and things like that when we do hold our, an, an event around about it. Um, so I, I do think the help points are really helpful for, for us to have um, and they're a great, great kind of place for people to come find out a little bit more about the charity in a kind of local setting and things like that as well. Now, when, when we did kind of start up with uh, Playlist for Life, one of the, the, the first things that we did did get from you guys was a set of ebooks um, called uh, 100 Years, A Century of Song, um, which are all available on our BorrowBox service um, for anyone to access um, at any time of the day if they want to kind of download them. And, and they really are a bit of a must read for, for music fans, aren't they? I, I was actually just kind of reminding myself a little bit about it this morning. I had a look, uh, I downloaded one just to kind of have a wee flick through it again. And it's, it's amazing the amount of work that's went into them. It's, they're fantastic, aren't they? Yeah, the 100 Years book um, is just a brilliant resource. It lists the top 100 hit songs in the UK every year from 1915 to 2015. Um, it's also available physically as well. There's a, the, Each library's got an actual physical copy of it. Um, and then we have the, the digital version that's on your borrow box. And it's, it's probably the most popular and accessible resource we've got. And it's just great fun to, to flick through it. Yeah. Um, it's really good for starting conversations about music and memories and reminding you of songs from your youth and it's a great tool for finding music for somebody else especially if that person's maybe older than you and you had no idea yeah. like of the big hits when they were young um or you know if the person isn't able to think about you know songs for their own playlist if they're a bit stuck or you know their their recall isn't so great anymore then the 100 yeah. years books really helpful yeah, I, I, I think it's just amazing that the, the amount of work that's went into kind of creating like those kind of decade-long kind of section. And I mean, I, I, like I say, I, I downloaded the 1990s one uh, earlier today just to kind of have a wee reminder of what it, what was kind of in it and things. And and it's like flicking through it, you do, you, you, you kind of just see songs and you think, oh my goodness, I remember that one. And <laughs> it's amazing that it kind of has that kind of little, uh, you can have that kind of little remembrance of, of a song you've completely forgotten about from so long ago. I and, think that that's it it just can be so surprising what what you actually like you'll be thinking about all the songs you thought were cool in the 90s but then actually you're looking through the book and you're thinking oh god that song was awful but I, <laughs> it reminds me of like the school disco or it reminds me of my pal you know who really loved that band and I hated them and you know it's just yeah it, there's it's just it's amazing really like the kind of um the revelations that somewhere in the back of your mind is tucked away all this information and that the 100 years book is able to sort of reach those kind of memories because yeah I think that's just the thing about music is that it lodges in your brain it lodges in your memory yeah. um, and it also has the ability to sort of reveal where you were when you heard that song you know when you were back in back yeah. in the day yeah but my wife, my wife has got a crazy ability to just know the words of any song she hears, like almost straight away. Like it doesn't matter the genre, it doesn't matter how old it is, 
she hears a song and ends up singing along with it. And I'm, and I'm like, where did you even hear that song before? <laughs> She's like, I don't know, but I, I seem to know it. <laughs> I, I know. It, it could be really hard to like, re, re, you know, remember like a poem, but see a song for some reason. I think it's because of the music and it's set to music that it just opens up all these parts of your brain and just makes learning easier. There's definitely yeah. some research behind that as as well. You know, the, the science of music in the brain is a really fascinating area. Um, yeah. it, it can It can do amazing things. Um, yeah, um, but the Hundred Years book, uh, you've seen there was a lot of work went into it and I feel like we, we couldn't talk about it without mentioning um, that it was originally compiled by a guy called Peter Gretsch, who yeah. got in touch with us and gave us permission to produce the book. Um, and the song lists from the early years um, were compiled based on the sales of sheet music, right. because, you know, back in 1915, there was no like... I don't know, there was no sort of like record shops and selling vinyl and yeah, and the no top 40 and all that sort of stuff. So, so yeah, that he, he did a lot of work and it's just been such a, a useful thing to be able to share with people. Um, and also in the PDFs that you've got in your borrow box, there's a little QR code on each year that will take you to uh, Spotify and there'll be a corresponding playlist for that year or that decade on Spotify. So you can actually listen to some of the tunes as well yeah. from that are in the 100 Years book, you know, not just look at the titles, you can actually listen to them on Spotify yeah. as well. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, they're a great resource and anyone who's listening who hasn't had a look at it, uh, they, they could, should go and check it out, even just for the nostalgia reasons of kind of seeing the decade that they remember and, and kind of listen. And, and it's it's a, it's a, they're fantastic resources for, for to have a look at and, and um, like you say, having the kind of Spotify playlist to kind of go along with them and things kind of just make it all that a little bit easier just to kind of find them and, and, uh, and listen along and as, as you kind of flick through things. It's fantastic. Um, and uh, all these things just make the, the Players for Life initiative and charity such a, a, a great initiative and it, it's plain to see that the link that the music ends up having with memories um, is, like say just flicking through that book for example you do it's just sparks little memories as you, as you go um, do you have any um, specific examples of the benefits that personal playlists have had for those affected by dementia and, and any kind of settings? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so there are multiple benefits of a personal playlist um, and I will share some examples in a wee second, but I wanted to just say as well that it's it's not just like anecdotal that this is a thing that can help it. There is actually over two decades of scientific research that yeah. does show that listening to personalised playlists can improve wellbeing. Um, and it could we're, do... we're not we're not just making it up it's, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's a genuine thing oh, I think a lot of people kind of understand it because you know it just makes sense yeah of course music brings back memories for some people or it can make you feel good you know it can help you improve your your well-being but actually that you know there is scientific backing on this um and personal playlists can help to reduce anxiety in people living with dementia it can help to improve mood it can help make difficult tasks more manageable um, it can also help as we've spoken about to like evoke memories and this can help people you know stay connected to their their selves but also to their families and their carers um, and in some cases personal music can even reduce the need for medication which is a really 
big message wow. that we want to share with people. Um, and every day we're hearing new stories uh, from people about how music helps them or a loved one or someone they're caring for professionally. Um, there, there are lots of examples and we have lots of stories on the Real Life Stories page on our website. So that's worth a visit. There's videos and blogs there. Um, I'll just touch on a few just to give you a wee, uh, so a few wee examples. Yeah. Um, there's a really lovely gentleman called Willie Gilder who lives with young onset dementia and that's when you're diagnosed with dementia under the age of 65. Um, Willie had been an artist all of his life and it was quite it's quite an important part of his identity and who he is um, but he'd lost his desire to paint and draw and this was sort of happening around the time he was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Um, he heard that music could help people with Alzheimer's so he spent about two weeks listening to the music from his youth and he said that that music helped to rewire him and helped him to connect again with his passion for drawing um, and he cites especially cites Sympathy for the Devil um, by the Rolling Stones um, <laughs> but also the Beatles you know for helping to, to bring back this um, passion and this important part of his of his life. Um, there's a really nice video with, with Willie that you can watch on the website. Um, another example is of a, a daughter, um, a lady called Kelly, who was caring for her mum at home. But, um, her mum has dementia. But when her mum's symptoms uh, worsened and she had to go into care, Kelly um, would would have been taken her out for trips, you know, to do nice mm -hmm. things together yeah. and spend time together. She, they were going out on trips and things. But when she went into care, this wasn't really possible anymore. And uh, Kelly wanted to make her visits enjoyable and meaningful for both of them. So she started playing music from her mum's youth. And again, it was it's all like the Rolling Stones, you know, it's not Virulin yeah. and, you know, um, uh, trying to think of some other old examples, Engelbert Humperdinck. <laughs> um, so, yes, it, you know, this is these are people that are, you know, they grew up in the 60s and the 70s. Um, and Kelly told her that her mum's speech had become um, quite muddled. But since playing the music, it, her, her mum's speech had actually improved and she was starting to use like, sent, you know, longer sentences mm -hmm. again. And um, yeah, I think that's the thing. Music just has such a powerful effect on the brain and because it, it activates so many different parts of the brain. And if one part of the brain is damaged, it can still help to, you know, can help to reach other parts. And that's why maybe you've seen examples yourself or you've heard of examples of where people have maybe stopped taking part in conversation. Um, but when you put on a favourite song of theirs, they might sit and sing the whole thing. Yeah, um, mm -hmm. yeah it really is. It, is, it can be quite um, striking, really, the, the difference music can make. Um, we also hear from health and social care professionals about the difference music can make for the people in their care. And there's a really great example um, I touched upon earlier. Um, we trained a care home in Carcantillach called uh, Lilyburn Care Home. This is a few years ago and um, they learned about the benefits of music and how they can use that uh, as part of daily care to support people in their, in their care. Yeah. And there was a lady uh, who was really getting quite upset and quite distressed um, because of her dementia and she was being prescribed um, antipsychotic medication as required and actually was she was needing this antipsychotic medication mm. every day um, but the, after the staff were trained they introduced her to a personal playlist of the music that was really meaningful to her and in collaboration with the nurse and the local and the, the GP over the space of like three or four weeks they were able to use that playlist and they noticed that they weren't needing to use 
the medication um, so Amazing. much and then and then they were able to bring her off that medication completely which is such a great result because medication has side effects you know yeah of course and it's you know you don't want to be giving medication to people if they don't actually need it so yeah. the, the music was doing the trick and the lady was a lot happier in herself and the staff felt they were doing something really positive for her um, and then the GP started to prescribe playlists for some of the residents there, and that resulted in a reduction of sixty, uh, reduction of medication up to sixty percent um, for those oh, residents. Really? Yeah, it is amazing, and yeah, that's the sort of thing we want to see happening a lot more often, really. Um, uh, but it's not only just the person living with dementia who can benefit, and I don't know if you okay. have ever seen um, the video of the first couple we worked with, Harry and Margaret. Not you sure. might have seen it if you haven't. I, oh, I definitely recommend you watch it. I've probably seen it about forty-five times, <laughs> and uh, it just—it is still probably one of the most powerful videos that that we have. And um, Harry was living in in a care home, and he was really kind of shut down, and he was very much—he wasn't talking, he wasn't eating, um, he wasn't drinking, and his wife Margaret was visiting him every day and leaving in tears, and. Um, uh, Andy, our uh, co-founder, our vice chair, he is also the chief music detective and he met with Margaret and they made a playlist for Harry and um, it didn't have a, an effect immediately, but it did mm -hmm. over the period of like a few weeks, it did start to make a difference to Harry and he started to respond to the music. And the film that we made, it's like six months after they started using his playlist and the difference is just really striking and Margaret did tell us that you know his Harry's playlist helped her to fall in love with him again um and we're still in touch with Margaret now although Harry Harry died about eight years ago and yet yeah, Margaret still is so happy that that video is making such a difference yeah. by by sharing the knowledge that that music can help and the difference it made for her and her husband it's it's a really moving watch so i do i do recommend you, you go and watch it um up, i think have we got time for one more yeah definitely <laughs> another example so I, I mentioned before about our help point network and that's where we kind of team up with local groups and organizations supporting people and our first help point was actually in carluke uh, not far away from you um at st andrew's church and there's a couple started going to the dementia hub there called Carol and Malcolm. And um, the Reverend Helen Jameson, she told them about Playlist for Life. And they ran a project at the church um, mm -hmm. where they teamed up uh, people from the dementia hub with secondary school students who helped um, some of the people visiting the hub find songs for their playlists and make a playlist. Yeah. And they also were able to get the songs onto iPods for the people living with dementia. So Carol worked with this uh, young guy and they made the playlist and Carol just loved the whole process so much. Music's just really a big part of her life. And she at first had like 500 songs or something. They were all her favorite songs. And then she was like, oh, I get it. You know, it's about the stories attached to the song. So she started to write mm. them all down, the stories and the songs. And she's created this beautiful like binder of memories. Like, so it'll be like the song lyrics and then what the song reminds her of. And, you know, people in her family that used to sing at New Year and, you know, a wedding song with her husband, Malcolm. And she's putting pictures in and made it like this big ongoing project. 
and Carol and Malcolm are also ambassadors for Playlist for Life, so they they've done a lot of um, like interviews and videos, uh, you know, talking about the benefits of Playlist because they 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 both see it. Malcolm yeah. as well, he talks about how the music helps Carol, but also helps him, and he's made his own playlist too. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was a lovely example of reaching people living at home with dementia through community partnerships yeah. you know in this case it was the church who's you know running this wonderful dementia hub as well they, they do a yeah. great job um so yeah there's there's lots of different ways music can help and lots of different types of situations with lots of different people so if anybody is affected by dementia in any way there, there probably is a way that, that personal music can help that situation yeah yeah, no, definitely, and, and I think those examples kind of just showcase exactly exactly how powerful it can be, um, which is fantastic. Um, and one of the reasons why we think it's such an important thing for us to get involved in as well as as, as library, uh, library service and providing areas for people can kind of find out a little bit how to to kind of actually go about setting up their own personal playlists and things. It's it's such a great um, and great and powerful thing to, to be involved in. And one of our ways of supporting it a little bit and kind of kind of try to kind of show people how to put play, together playlists is that we we have been building some community playlists um, on uh, on Spotify ourselves. So on our webpage about playlists for life, uh, regularly we can set up a, a, a theme um, for you can then go on and submit your song that that reminds you of that theme, and and we'll add it to the playlist on Spotify for, for everyone to be able to kind of. To, to see and and obviously there's there'll be there'll be songs on there that don't mean anything to some some people but obviously it kind of showcases how you put together a playlist and things like that sort of stuff and it's like and it's quite fun to kind of see how the songs go together and, and you know some some of the songs may jog memories for for, for people that you don't realize we've done ones things like um spring into summer um back to schools the current one of the one that we've just been doing even um and uh, obviously christmas time we you guys had uh a my festive memory campaign as well which we did something for that as well now as we started said at the start uh, yesterday was national playlist day and we've launched a new playlist for uh national playlist day and it is going to be called uh, what is it's called uh go to songs basically it's the the songs that you think you, you always go to whenever you're kind of feeling, you know, maybe, maybe feeling a little bit down or just it's just ones that you know make you kind of feel happy or has a memory attached to it, whatever that anything that kind of makes you think it's a go to song, it can it, you can enter it into our go to playlist. And Pam, I thought I would give you the opportunity to kind of help us kick off the go to song playlist a little bit by giving you the opportunity to kind of add a couple of your go to songs to it. So have you got any you want to kind of, for us to add to it for you? Yes, I absolutely do. I have, a, I have so over the years I've been working with Playlist for Life, I've written down so many songs and memories. But I, <laughs> I, do, I do find that there are certain songs that I go back to or they keep popping up and I'm like, that song for me is like, you know, one of the most important songs in my life. And uh, I was thinking about your question um when you asked me you know you sent me some questions yesterday and this was in it and I suppose a song that just makes me feel better but also reminds me of my youth is a, a classic it's Vogue by Madonna um right. 
and that sort of just reminds me of falling in love with pop music as a kid and having Madonna posters all over my wall. Um, it's a great tune, but it also takes me right back to, to being young and just being a bit of a dreamer and, you know, just being a music fan. And that's what I used to think about all day was Madonna yeah. um, <laughs> before I got into my Michael Jackson phase. Um, but while I was into Madonna, I had, yeah, I just was pretty obsessed. and. Um, that song came on uh, when I was at a, a sort of adult disco a couple of months ago with some friends <laughs> and we just all got up and like just danced our pants off. It was brilliant fun and I, I don't really do much dancing these days so it was just really liberating. <laughs> um, but yeah, it just, you know, that song has just always been there in my life and it's a cracker and it's also just, yeah, really upbeat. So it's quite uplifting. It's a good song to go to when you just need a bit of a boost. Yeah. It, um, another one would be Once in a Lifetime by Talking Heads. Um, and that's another song just wants, you know, gets me up dancing and it really lifts my mood. But it also has a memory. It reminds me of driving around in my friend's car down country roads when we were young. Um, you know, my friend had just learned to, to uh, drive. So we were just like cutting about and um, he had a Talking Heads album on cassette in the car. Yeah. And when it, the first time I heard this song, I was like, this is amazing. Um, <laughs> So that that's always a song that I, I go back to as well. Um, and another one I thought of, which is slightly random, is Nothing Else Matters by Metallica. Um, Fantastic. It's not... I, I'm a huge rock and metal fan, so that, that, that was an unexpected entry, so I like that. That's nice. Yeah, so it's, for me, it's not really a go-to song as such, because I'm not, I'm not such a big fan of their music anymore, but um, me and my friends like absolutely loved the Black Album when it came out. Um, and I was about 15 and now I live next to Hamden Stadium, Hamden Stadium in Glasgow and they often recently have been playing this song to test out the PA system before matches <laughs> and it's just been booming across Mount Florida which is so random um, but it, when I heard that it really takes me back to being a teenager and when I, I saw Metallica at the SECC um, ever whenever it was early 90s or something and uh, we waited outside for the band to come out um, and they did and we got their autographs and stuff so Fantastic. so yeah that that even though I'm not really a fan of Metallica's music so much these days that song when I hear it booming across Mount Florida reminds me of my metal years. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic that's, that sounds fun uh, that's a great entry into it I'm really happy that we've got that one to go on brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> what about you have you got one? Um, I was I was trying to think about this, um, and um, I'm I'm like I say I'm a big rock and, and metal fan, and and uh, I, I particularly like Scottish rock music, and so I was trying to kind of think of the ones that I always go to, um, and one one is a bit of an ironic one I think it's called Crash Land by Twin Atlantic, and um, I, I kind of uh, the, the reason why I think it's a bit ironic is because I have a terrible fear of flying. And <laughs> and so the song Crashland uh, is, is it just uh, some of the kind of the sort of words and all that and, and, and things and make, it just makes it kind of ironic that I quite like the song I think but um, that is one um, another one is kind of a fairly recent recent song actually um, is one of the Biffy Clyro one, ones Space which um, I remember during lockdown, it was kind of one that was kind of a lot of folk were kind of saying it was almost like a bit of a lockdown anthem because of the the kind of the sort of words words in it about kind of um, sort of uh, being together and stuff, and and um, 
so that that one, um, I'm, I'm a massive Buffy Clyro fan. I could literally talk about how fantastic they are for like forever. Um, and the other ones I thought of, um, again, kind of like a little bit thinking back to the kind of youth of going to parties and stuff like that and house parties and stuff. And one of the ones that our, our friends all loved uh, was um, Mogwai Fear Satan by Mogwai, which is an absolute epic song. It's like <laughs> 16 minutes long and it just builds and builds and builds and stuff as the song goes on. And it's just amazing. And um, so that, that kind of like takes me back a little bit whenever I hear that to kind of thinking about all those kind of like sort of good memories of being kind of with friends from, from high school and things like that sort of stuff. Um, I, I did grow up kind of in the, the sort of late 80s, early, uh, late, late, the late 90s, sorry, early two, uh, 2000s. And so I'm a, I'm a bit of a new metal fan as well, but I, I think I'll kind of try and leave new metal songs off it. Just <laughs> you know, I don't. I'm not sure Limp Bizkit and things like that has got will we'll feature too popularly in on this playlist. Well, you never know because it is a community playlist. So I didn't expect Metallica to get put in there. So <laughs> you, you know, we could end up with kind of a whole variety of different kind of songs on there. So I think it, I think I'll, I'll go with the the Twin Atlantic one, the Biffy Clyro one, and the Mogwai one as as my entries up to for this one. I think so. Uh, that'll be my three go-to entries. I think. Excellent. Well, I think what we've just done there is like playlist for life in action because you know we we each shared some songs but we also revealed a little bit about our kind of you know yeah. our, our, our lives and you know what we're passionate about and you know where we're, we're from and you know if, if we had longer you know I'd probably be asking so you're you're scared of flying like when was the last time you were on a plane <laughs> or you know um and also the Biffy Clyro song which you know reminds you of lockdown in 10 20 years time you'll probably hear that song and you'll be like oh my god that reminds me of lockdown what a weird yeah thing that you know what covid and everything that was such a strange time and yeah. you know and, and the mogwai one that tune is a belter yep um that uh that reminding you of your pals as well you know and that's those memories are really priceless you know yeah. they are um they kind of help you connect to yourself and who you are and you know your life story and this is the kind of thing we're encouraging people to talk about like how music can be a conversation starter exactly, but there is also yeah. that added element of how the amazing connection between music and memories and how how wonderful that can be to uh, think about talk about but also to write down those songs and memories and somewhere in case you want to use them later on yep yep and i think that's one of the great things about music is it's not just about the music there, there, there can be personal stories behind the, the songs too as to why they why they do mean something to you and and, and like say I guess that's the kind of essence of the whole point behind playlist for life is is kind of why why does that so why does that song really mean something to somebody and and it can kind of lead to conversations about it and things like that sort of stuff and uh, it's it's, uh, it's a great it's a great initiative and things and I, I want to give you one week kind of final chance to kind of give out a little bit of advice for, for anyone who's listening uh, that might be inspired to go and create their own playlist um, now. Um, what advice would you give them as to how to kind of get started with that? What would, what would you suggest? Okay, so making a playlist can be as simple as writing down your favourite songs and memories in one place. And it's something that we encourage everybody to do, you know, whether you have a dementia diagnosis or not. It's actually quite 
can be quite an enjoyable process. It can actually be quite emotional as well. Um, mm -hmm. We have advice on our website about, you know, creating a playlist. And there is a wee bit of advice on there too about red flag songs, because some songs might bring back, you know, quite powerful emotions. Mm -hmm. um, so the Get Started section on our website can kind of give you some tips and ideas to help you get started to, to start, you know, thinking about those songs and writing them down. And if you're supporting someone else to make their playlist, involve them as much as possible. Also talk to their family members and their friends who might be able to tell you about the songs they know are important to the person that you're supporting. And also the stories of why those songs are important to, to your person. Um, you can pick up copies of the free printed resources in your town centre libraries yeah. and on, on the Playlist for Life website we've got lots of great resources there too. Um, you can print things off or you can use um, you know, the Spotify playlist library for inspiration. There's also a, a Spotify playlist maker where you can enter your year of birth and it will suggest songs from your memory bump. There's yeah. also how-to how videos, like how to download songs from you know, a, an online music um, store like Amazon Digital Music and then how you can get those songs onto an MP3 player or there's videos, you know, how to stream music on YouTube Music or Spotify. There's lots, everybody has a different way to listen to their music yeah. and the sort of solution is almost different for everybody depending on the kind of what the resources they've got at home and how good they are or not with technology but there is always a way there is always a solution yeah. it's just about finding the right one yeah. for that person um we also have advice on the website about how to use personal playlists as part of day-to-day -day life if you live with dementia or care for somebody with dementia um because it can help to manage some of of the symptoms um or like anxiety or you know distress or low mood um or motivation so there is advice about that too and and if there is any if there are any organizations community organizations listening to this in north lanarkshire who are interested who are supporting people with dementia and interested in playlist for life then um they can get in touch with us and we can tell them more about the help point network uh which is free if you're if you're an organization offering free support then you can join the the free help point network and we can give you resources and e-learning um so yeah there's all the advice is, is here, so just come and ask us. <laughs> yeah, and of course, if you are in one of our libraries, you can also speak to any of our staff as well, and kind of the, the, our, our digital team will be kind of on hand, will be able to kind of set up kind of uh, some sort of um, either one-on-one -on -one session to kind of look at it, or we can, if there's a, if there's enough in one area, we can kind of look at maybe kind of set up on a, a sort of event to kind of do it, that kind of thing. So there's definitely always a way in our libraries as well to kind of find out a little bit more about it. One of the things that I love about putting together a playlist um, that I wanted to mention as well, and this is a, I don't know if this might be just a little bit of a personal thing, but but it's also there's a little bit of a creativity part of it as well in terms of the, the kind of artwork that you can put on to like things like Spotify and things like that as well, which I kind of quite enjoy doing too. So it goes beyond the music a little bit into kind of kind of creative and arty kind of part to it to kind of create some some artwork for your playlist on those kind of platforms too, which I think I think is really really good. Absolutely. Yeah like a, a scrapbook you know or like carol's done with her you know her binder of memories and photos and lyrics it's just it yeah. can be it, it can be more than just a list of songs or a playlist you know that you're listening to it can actually um, you know become more of a creative kind of project definitely 
yeah, fantastic. Pam, thank you very much for coming along and telling us all about uh, Players for Life. It's been a really fascinating wee chat with you and kind of hearing some of the kind of real um, personal stories um, of some of the examples that you that you've you guys have came across, um, which is great. And um, I'm also really pleased that you managed to chuck in a Metallica song into my playlist, <laughs> which is fantastic. Um, and and like we say, the the hundred uh, the hundred years essential songbook is definitely a great place to kind of look in if you want to kind of get started on making your own personal playlist. It's a fantastic um, project and uh, it's been great kind of hearing more about it from you directly and uh, thank you for coming along. Yeah, thanks, Chris. It was really, really nice talking to you. Cheers. So there you go, guys. Thank you very much, Pam, for coming along and chatting to me. It was a great chance to kind of catch up with get some real insight into the, the, the bones behind the Playlist for Life and why it's such an important project for libraries to be involved in and for you guys to kind of look at the, the benefits of personal playlists for you and for family members. It doesn't need to just be for people involved with um, dementia. There's benefits to using personal playlists for everybody. It kind of helps spark memories, as we were just talking about with Pam. And it's such a great initiative for to get involved in and it's a bit creative and it's, and it's just fun to be involved in who doesn't love music let's face it it's a great thing to get involved in and do and you guys can get involved in our community playlist on our website um, we have launched a new one for national playlist day yesterday and it's the go-to songs playlist and so Feel free to go on our website visit it at www.culturenl.co.uk slash playlist for life and you will find a submission box there for you to submit your your song for the new playlist and there's also that'll be embedded in there you'll be able to see the playlist see what other songs have been sent in by other people including pam's metallica song which will definitely feature on there and um we will you can also kind of get links to where you can find spotify the north Lancashire libraries on spotify you can follow us to kind of catch future playlists and watch out for other ones coming in the future as well, because we have done quite a few so far and we, I think we will continue to do more in the future as well. But thank you for listening, everyone. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and found it really quite insightful. And once again, thanks for Pam and everyone involved at Players for Life to, for getting involved with this, this podcast uh, as well. And if you have enjoyed this, um, do leave us some feedback using hashtag FLB podcast or by dropping us a wee email at librarypodcast at northland.gov.uk. But until the next Bees Books edition, um, that's all for us. Watch out for that coming soon. Bye, guys. <laughs>